And he said, the best investment that you can ever make is the investment in yourself. And the more you learn, the more you earn. And I love that because it rhymes, but it also it sticks in your brain because it's so true. Every successful person that I listen to and follow, they invest in themselves. They take time for themselves. They have a morning routine. They work out, they eat healthy, they go to bed early and they take courses and they're always learning new things. And that's what gives them more skills in the workplace and gives them more energy and their love tank is full. And so I can see now as I do the same thing that the more I learn, the more I earn as well because I develop the skills that I need for the jobs that I get. And I also feel better about myself and I'm on this really cool course you know, publishing a book and all of these exciting things. And so the more you earn, the more you learn, invest in yourself, the most important investment. Hi everyone. Welcome back to the Dare to Try podcast. My name is Annika. I'm Johanna. And I'm Britannia. Um, I just wanted to say, let's never skip a week again. (laughs) (laughs) I missed you guys. I know my Monday felt so strange not having you in my life starting my day off right. Yeah, it like threw everything off and like starting like it was like we were in really good habit and then coming back today I was like it's like starting a habit again. Yeah what I mean how many weeks does it start does it take to start a habit is it 12 or I mean there's there's scientific data to back that you have to do something so many times before it becomes a habit or like with exercise, you can work out every day for like seven years and then you go three days. It's going to be real hard to go work out that fourth day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or after you're sick and you like have to force yourself to rest, it's so much harder to like get back in the swing of things. Would you haunt you were sick, so You know how that goes. Yep, it was definitely hard. I was like, do I want to wake up? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I don't. Well, so last, so not last week, because we skipped a week, but the week before that, the dare was to spend one hour with a professional um, to invest in yourself. And before we talk about our experiences, I just wanted to give this awesome quote by Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett is one of the wealthiest people in the entire world. He's known for his investment strategies and he's just famous for a lot of the things that he's done in the world. And he said, the best investment that you can ever make is the investment in yourself. And the more you learn, the more you earn. And I love that because it rhymes but it also it sticks in your brain because it's so true. Every successful person that I listen to and follow, they invest in themselves. They take time for themselves. They have a morning routine. They work out, they eat healthy, they go to bed early and they take courses and they're always learning new things. And that's what gives them more skills in the workplace and gives them more energy and their love tank is full. And so I can see now as I do the same thing that the more I learn the more I earn as well because I develop the skills that I need for the jobs that I get and I also feel better about myself and I'm on this really cool course you know publishing a book and all of these exciting things and so the more you earn the more you learn invest in yourself the most important investment I love that I I really like Warren Buffett 
He um, always has these really good nuggets. It isn't just financial advice, it's life advice. So thank you, Annika, I love that. Yeah, I almost wanted to say um, buffet. <laughs> Warren Buffet. <laughs> yeah, just because when you see the word, I mean, it's the same, isn't it? Isn't it spelled the same? Oh, you know, you're asking like the most dyslexic person <laughs> if that's how you spell buffet. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Britannia pronounced the state Nebraska, Nebraxa. It's like, it sounds like a medication. <laughs> <laughs> and when I spelled it out, yeah, I put an X in there and it looked wrong, but I couldn't decide what looked right. <laughs> Nebraxa. Anyway, actually, sorry. On that same note, though, about dyslexia, I struggled for about 15 minutes trying to spell the name Eric last week. <laughs> and not because I got the C and the K confused, but because I knew there was an E and an R and an I, but I couldn't determine the order. I literally had to look up my friend's contact information to figure out how to spell Eric. That's hilarious. <laughs> It's okay. I mean, there was one day we were all eating dinner as a family and I was like, oh, this is so yummy. And I sat there and I was like, there's not another word for yummy, is there? And Dan's like, tasty, <laughs> delectable, delicious. And he named like 10. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I just like cannot think of another word for yummy. That's how you know you have two little humans in your life. Adorable. <laughs> Maybe we should all invest in some... Um, like homeschool materials to help us spell better. <laughs> no, seriously, like I've been trying to do like homeschooling things for Olive. She's three and I'm learning so much. I'm like, wow, I had no idea like Nevada was that close to like Mexico or whatever. Like I was just like, <laughs> I could drive there so fast. And I'm just like, why am I caring right now? <laughs> I know it's, you know, we have to keep learning and it goes back to Annika's uh, quote about the more you learn, the more you earn. And I know that even when I'm uh, a little overwhelmed or a little bogged down by everything that I need to do, if I'm doing something new and challenging myself, then I actually feel like I have more time, which is very interesting. Yeah, for sure. So with that said, um, I'll go first just because I feel like mine's not very exciting. <laughs> um, we're in the middle of a move, um, but I knew that this was a challenge and I was like, I have to have at least one hour that I invest in myself, even though things are absolutely crazy and we really don't have time. But this was important because it's our dare and it's also important that even in the busiest times of your life that you still stop and take that time for yourself or it'll catch up to you and you'll burn out and then you'll really need it in a less opportune moment. So right in the middle of the move, like a day before we left, I got a massage, which was um, perfect because my brother-in-law's girlfriend is a massage therapist, well, in school, and she has to get free massages and she came to the house. So it was perfect because I really only had to dedicate one hour because she came to me and she left. So I didn't have to account for travel time or anything. And it was good. I mean, she was a student and she's still learning, but it was really good. And I'm really glad I did it because it kind of reset me and relieved some tension in my shoulders. And then I was able to get back to work. And so, you know, this is someone say, like, I don't like to take a lot of breaks because I like to just plow through 
but I'm learning that when you do take a break, like getting a massage or investing in yourself um, in some other way, that you actually do have more energy and you can actually be more productive later. Even though it seems counterintuitive because you're like, don't stop, just keep going. You actually do have more energy and are able to get a lot more done. And you make fewer mistakes because your mind is sharper from taking those breaks. Yeah, absolutely. There, there is that value of resetting. And sometimes we think that if we stick in it, if you, you know, keep studying for 12 more hours, keep moving four more hours that you're getting more done, but actually when you plow through, you're getting less done and it'll wear on you in the future. Yeah, exactly. So how was your experience, Johanna? It was good. So, um, I did what you suggested. I talked to Sabrina and she gave me some coaching tips. I kind of felt bad because, um, I feel like the whole time I was just talking about all my issues. She's like, well, let's just focus on one thing. And I was like, I thought I was. <laughs> and, You're like me. I'm the problem. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> um, and she got me to cry because Aww. I'm just a big crybaby. <laughs> and it was just, it was fun. It was good. She, like, we talked about, um, like, I feel bad that, like, sometimes I yell too much. And, um, I don't like that. I don't like yelling at my kids. I don't like getting frustrated with my husband. I find it disrespectful. And then just talking to her, she didn't really have to say much. <laughs> it was just nice to talk to someone because as I was talking, I would say like, but I get it. Like, I know I need self care time. And then I, I would like, not have to get frustrated and i was basically giving myself the solutions and she's like yeah exactly and then she would like try to give me more advice and i needed to like stop talking and let her talk for a minute but then i realized she was still trying to figure out like what exactly we should work on and i can't remember exactly what she told me um it was along the lines of your kids just want you to be present. It doesn't matter how perfect you are. It doesn't matter if you're always going to the park or have fun, cute little crafts for them. And with my kids have well, all of having like a bad diet, I, it's hard and I need to like get more creative on how to get her to eat. She's like, you don't have to go all crazy. Yes, it would help them to have little fun things and get them more interested. But most importantly, they just want you there. They just want you to be with them. And I love that because I do always want to be present, but I just didn't think about their perspective and what that meant. They just want me in the room with them to watch them play. They just want me to say, hey, good job. Like, even as an adult, I still seek for my parents' approval. You know, I want them to tell me, hey, you did a good job. And it because it's my parents, I'm like, yeah, yeah, thank you. Like, that feels so good. <laughs> you know, like, and that's, that's all my kids want. And I'm just like, okay. And, you know, Caden has told me that when he's working on his projects in the garage, he wants me to sit in there and just say, 
that he's doing a good job. He just wants me to be present with him. It doesn't have to be anything extraordinary. And I don't know. It's just a good lesson to learn. That sounds That's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. And I think it's funny because I feel like you're already really present with your kids. And so it's funny that that was like a lesson that you're continuing to learn that it, it maybe hit your heart in a different way. Because I feel like we've talked about that before and I feel like you actually are very good at being present. And so maybe this just helped like instill it even further. Um, and it's very true. The cool thing about getting a life coach is that they're very good about saying like you don't have to be any certain way. Like you don't have to be what everyone else is doing. You don't have to do what everyone else is doing. Like you just do what you want to do and stop comparing yourself. It's not right, it's not wrong, it's just, it is. It is what it is. And you can love yourself anyway for it. And so that's good that you learned something from it. I'm really, really glad you did it. Thank you. It, it was hard because that was like the first day of me getting sick. And so it was kind of hard to be present, but then I realized, so I was like hardcore sick, just on the couch, didn't even get up. I wasn't eating. It was really hard to like get them food and feed them. Um, but then with me seriously, like being immobile and being in the same room as them, it helped me realize like I wasn't doing much different than what I was doing before. Like maybe I was, before I was sick, I was in the room playing with them a little better or I was like folding laundry or cooking um but it to them that probably didn't look that much different but to me my headspace was in a different place and i could see like see myself watching them and it's kind of cool so it's interesting that's cool what about you britannia how was your experience with sabrina yeah uh sabrina is awesome so i had my hour with her and I really wanted to prepare ahead of time. So the night before I journaled, I read and wanted to be in a good headspace to take full advantage of that time with her. And then I made sure to like work out before I talked to her. And so it wasn't just the hour, I actually gave myself a lot more time preparing for the hour that I was gonna get with her. And I, not only really enjoyed her insight and her knowledge, but it got me excited about wanting to life coach. And I was like, oh my gosh, I could do this. Not because like you're, you know, it's so easy, I could do this, but because she made such an impact. And I thought, oh my gosh, what if I could do this? What if, what if I had the tools? So um, I was really inspired, but let's, you know, set that aside and take away, you know, these two takeaways she gave me. So she also did a really good job of giving me a, like a sentence or an intention or something that I could really focus on. And she said, it sounds like you just want to do what you want to do. And I was like, yeah, that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, but it, it sounds like you don't um, believe you can do what you want to do. And so we're going to change that. And we switch the belief to, I do what I want to do. And I've really been thinking about that. So even if I'm working a long day or I'm cleaning or I'm um, 
you know, going through the storage unit or doing something that's not fun, I'm telling myself, I do what I want to do and I am doing what I want to do. And the other takeaway that um, we came up with together was everything I do prepares me for my dreams. And often we think, you know, well, gosh, I have to do this so I can't, you know, go after my dreams. I have a day job or I have children or, but instead of looking at these things as hindrances, I'm looking at them as building blocks, preparing me for my dream. I love that. That's so true too. I mean, it's just perspective. Like we don't have to always be thinking like, I'm working at this job because it's going to get me here because we don't know what's going to happen, but whatever is happening is still preparing us. Every experience we have will be utilized in some way in the future. So I love that and changing that perspective of like waiting for something to happen or not believing it and just telling yourself like, I do what I want and I'm doing what I want. So that's so awesome. And how, how has that been going this this last, well, you've had like a week and a half with that knowledge, like how have you been keeping that in your head? Huge. So this last week has been really stressful with work, doing end of year projections. I've only been in this role for about a year now and I'm leading a sales and marketing team and it's um, a lot. And then preparing for the new year and, and I found myself feeling a little like overwhelmed and you know investing all this time into this job when i want to be a writer and i want to be a life coach and i want to be all these things and because i had this belief instead of um dreading each day or thinking that my dreams will never come true instead i told myself the belief like i'm working hard at this job because I want to, because I like the way it challenges me, because I enjoy expanding my knowledge and what I'm, I'm learning tools, you know, making projections for the new year, coming up with budgets and market share. That's something that's a tool that I can take in my own business or take anywhere. And I'm incredibly grateful. And so it totally shifted my perspective and even, um, you know, when I was having fun, like this weekend, I was out with uh, Jason and some of his friends and I kind of wanted to be home and resting, but I also kind of wanted to be out and I was going through this conflict and I stopped and said, Britannia, no one's keeping you here. No one's keeping you here. If you want to go home, go home. You even dr- drove a separate car. And so I stopped and I was like, no, I want to be here. I do what I want to do. And it helped me to have like a really good night. I didn't think about work. I let loose. I, and so it really, really helped me this last week and it has been on my mind. And now it's become kind of a, a mantra, you know, out of nowhere, I hear myself telling myself, I do what I want to do. And everything I'm doing is preparing me for my dreams. That's so cool. I love that because like you have always given so much of yourself to the point that I think that you have lost yourself several times, you know, like (laughs) you are so selfless and you give so much that you're just empty and you keep giving and giving. It's like, holy crap. But because your personality is like that and that you can give so much of yourself, but now just changing your mindset and you're like, I want to, I want to give to you. And you know what? 
I want to go sit over here and do what I want to do. Like, that is okay. Like, that self-care time and just, you know, like, people say that self-care time is, you know, like, go get a massage or go sit and watch a show. But sometimes, what if I do want to go work? What if I do want to go work on my project? Like, because you want to, you're recharging from it. Mm, I do what I want. Do what I want. I'm an adult. Um, And I think this is why it was so important for me to emphasize one hour with a professional, because yes, you can do self-care, like watching TV, like you said, but a professional and not just the talk therapy, I think you can get this in massage too, or they can give you tips or like a personal trainer of like what to do, give you knowledge in their expertise that you may have not known before, but especially with like a life coach or a therapist, they, I feel like it's like inception because they like implant these seeds in our brains and then we can go like run with them. And so like for me, she, my first session I had with Sabrina, she said, um, you choose your purpose. And that was like, ding, 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 ding. And it's so simple. Like it's not anything like profound, but it was just like something I needed to hear. And then the, the session I had with a different life coach, they were, I think it was, it was a different company, but she said, Annika, you don't, you're not even aware of your own thoughts. Like you just need to first pay attention to your thoughts and then we can figure out how to change them. And ever since then, like these two seeds are planted. Now I'm always like, what am I thinking? Why am I thinking this? Oh, this is interesting. But they, the professional helped me to just open that door to help me be more aware, to open up other opportunities. And now I'm writing a whole book about how to like get out of your head. And so like one hour with a professional, I think weekly is critical for self-development, for your career, for yourself, for your sanity. Um, I know it's difficult, but I hope that we can all do that, like continue with this at least one hour a week, if not every day, but I know it's hard, but at least one hour a week. Definitely. Yeah, I'm up for the challenge for sure. Yeah, I love that. And the moments in between when we can't do that, like it helps to talk to someone else, you know? a friend, a sister, um, it helps to write it down too. You know, like so many times we've talked about this so many times, um, when something seems like it's really hard or like a huge deal and then you say it out and then it's almost like you can see it and you're like, "Eh, it's not that big of a deal, (laughs) you know? And then by putting it out there and putting it out in front of you, you're like, oh, now I know what to do. And sometimes it's not like that, and that's why you need to go talk to a professional, or it's nice to have someone else's perspective other than your own. But by talking to someone maybe once every other week or once a week, those thoughts of them helping you are just like running through your veins. And so then when you are talking to someone or you are writing it down, it's like they're still with you and they're still helping you. Mm. Yeah, I, I loved that analogy running through your veins because it starts to become you, right? I love that. This was so good and I plan on continuing. So thank you so much, Annika, for this challenge. 
No, of course. And yeah, and let's in later podcasts, let's talk about it. Like you ever have cool inspiration or experiences from your self-care? Like let's remind ourselves and our audience that this is a really important thing to do. Same thing with like our other challenges too, like giving to someone less fortunate than us or putting on clothes that um, are more expensive because we deserve it and feeling worthy. Like let's keep it up. It's not just a one week thing. It's just to open up the door to keep doing them. Well, I really liked um, Britannia's a story post. I don't know if this was related to your professional meeting, Britannia, but mm-hmm. I loved when you said that your dream job is the job that lets you dream. And I was like, mind blown. <laughs> because like so many times you're like when you're in college or high school or whatever and you're trying to figure out what path you want and what career you want and you're like okay well I could work and I could become the CEO of you know whatever and you can just do all this stuff and it's like my perfect life will be you know lined up and I'll have this perfect schedule and this perfect house and this perfect car and da 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 and that's my dream and it's like you know what like what are you gonna do with that? <laughs> What are you going to do all all those things when you finally get it? Like a dream job or a dream life like lets you dream and that you can grow and be creative and have some freedom but still be successful. And I was just like, wow, that is so cool. Yeah. And the people that you work with, they like support you and lift you up and they don't just say like, please never leave and don't do anything other than this role. They'll say like, oh, those are your dreams. How can I help support you in those dreams? How can I like help propel you into that future? And like, they will be happy to let you go because they know that you eventually are going to be doing something that you really want to be doing. Not that you're not happy now, but those types of people in those types of positions, like that really is a dream. That's cool. So, Britannia, you have the new truth and dare so let us have it all right y'all ready for this okay (laughs) never ready i'm always nervous (laughs) me too um i know we should probably prepare each other before we do this but that's what makes it so fun is we don't know what's gonna happen and so the new truth is what is a belief that you used to have or you used to hold earlier in life that you no longer believe oh Okay, I got one that came to my mind, right? But like before you even started finishing. Go. So, um, and I've got a lot because I actually, Dan and I are learning a lot about perception reframing and we're changing a lot of beliefs. And Dan's really good about helping me like point out some things like you might have a belief about this. And I have so many, but I'll just go with the one that first came to my mind. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. I think, or something like that. I think that is not a good belief. I think it's actually very true in a lot of realms. Like when our mom is not happy, the whole house is not happy, but that's not fair. Like we, our happiness is not determined on our mother's happiness and we are not in charge of her happiness either. And that's not fair to say that you're not allowed to be happy if I'm not happy. And so like when I'm grumpy or sad around my kids and I think of that old belief, like the whole house is going to be changed. I help them say like, Hey, it's okay. You don't have to be sad because I'm sad because kids are automatically very empathetic. And so they'll cry like, don't be sad. I don't want you to be sad, mom. And I was like, no, it's okay. You can still have a good day. You can still be happy. 
because did anything bad happen to you today? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, let's still be happy. Mom's just gonna, you know, be okay with her own feelings because it's okay to feel sad, right? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, but you don't have to feel sad. And so we have these conversations even though they're two and four years old. But it's important because I want them to know that just because I'm feeling a certain way, they don't have to be a certain way. And I don't have to bring down the whole house with me. And so that's something, I think we even have it like on our wall at um, mom and dad's house. It says something like that. Like if mom ain't happy, nobody's happy. And I'm like, we need to take that down <laughs> because that is not true and that's not fair. Our happiness is not determined on our mother's happiness. And we do not, we are not in charge of hers either. Annika, yes. I And I love that you came up with that right away. That That is exactly what I'm talking about. And with that truth, uh, that belief that you used to have, clearly you're starting to see the shift and uh, the benefits from no longer carrying that belief with you. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Johanna, do you want to share? It's kind of hard for me to think of something. Um, there's like, there was a time that I felt like I feel like I've already shared this before, but I guess I'll share it again. Um, there was a time that I just felt like everyone knew what I wanted. <laughs> like everybody knew that I wanted to be successful in a certain way. And if I wasn't that way, I felt like they were judging me. But in reality, they don't know what my goals are unless I went and told them. And even if I did tell them, are they judging me or is that my own insecurity judging myself? And so my, I, had, I don't know if this is necessarily a belief and I might have to change, like have a week to think about it. But my thought that I have right now is, um, is that people aren't judging me. People aren't seeing my life and thinking how, man, that sucks that your life isn't as good as mine. You know, they, they're not thinking that at all. Everyone has their own struggles. Everyone is having their own insecurities that they're going through and probably, probably thinking, man, that person's judging me. But over here, I'm thinking, man, that person's judging me. And we're all thinking like internally and selfishly and, you know, and that's just like my own insecurity and I don't know. And so my reality, my, my shifting belief currently is that, you know, no one's judging me but me. And I need to get out of that and jump into, I'm doing a good job and be grateful for what I have. I think the more I try to be grateful for what I have, the less judgmental I am. Absolutely. I think the opposite of judgment is understanding. And I think grateful, being grateful is a, is a powerful word that we always need to be in a state of gratitude. It's one of the highest vibrations, um, but also being understanding. And the more you understand other people, that people are more selfish and they're thinking of themselves and they have their own insecurities, the more you'll realize that you're not judging them and they're probably not judging you. And there is like, there is some judgment going around. There is some comparison, but for the most part, people are very concerned about themselves. And it's true, like if you're, if you feel like you're being judged by other people, it's because you're judging yourself and you just need to keep that perspective and see like, why am I judging myself? What can I do? What am I doing that I don't like that I can change? 
Yeah, absolutely. Annika, you hit the nail right on the head with what Johanna had said. Uh, understanding it is something that we all need to seek more of. And we often seek understanding from others, but we need to seek understanding from ourselves. Yeah. So I love that. Uh, so mine is, I, mine's more literal. I used to believe that I was sick. I used to believe that I could not be fit. I could not be healthy and that I was just a sickly person and I always will be. And I no longer believe that. And look at you now. And look at me now. (laughs) 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 And it, it started with shifting that belief. You know, my, my journey, um, a lot of people who know me now don't know this, but I used to be 60 pounds heavier, 60 pounds heavier. And I used to be on, I don't know, six or seven prescription medications. And I used to get sick after I ate anything. And there's just all these other, I used to be a lot more, you know, depressed and, and all, it all, it all plays into, I used to believe I was a sick person. And once I changed that belief, I no longer was sick. And I I mean that on a spiritual sense, on an emotional sense, on a physical sense. So brings me. That's huge. That's huge. I hope that people like know that like i hope like there's so many sick people there's so many people that are on prescriptions there's so many people that say i this is just how i look i can't lose any weight this is just my life this is just what it is and yeah you should accept what is and be grateful for what is but also know that you can change anything and so like you have an incredible story that you're living every day that I hope that is some somewhere written down or that you somehow create your own videos to help educate people where you've been and the traumas you've had and the abuse you've had and like where you have come and where you're going. Cause like you are an inspiration. And I, I hope that people see that. I just want to like talk about that for two seconds. Like Tanya, <laughs> you are an inspiration because, oh gosh, I get choked up about it because you have had a life. You have had some really intense experiences. And I remember talking about this, like you would come home from your day and you'd say, man, like this guy cut me off. My, this guy ran me off the road and my car burst into flames again. You know, (laughs) and like every day, like you always had like all these negative things and those are negative. Like and you should be able to talk about those and share those. But it was like, you didn't have anything positive to say. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Annika that called you out on it. And I don't know for sure. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, it was actually at mom's birthday dinner at a Chinese restaurant. And <laughs> Annika that. called me out. Dad called me out. Benny called me out. You called me out. Like it was a come to Jesus moment. Like you just always expect bad things to happen. So bad things are going to happen. 
And I remember being pissed. (laughs) I remember being so angry and ganged up on that that was a catalytic moment in my life. It, It totally changed because like, I cannot believe how different your world is now. Like you, you are a completely different person, and I don't mean to to offend you, but there were some days that I was a little afraid to be around you because I was afraid I was going to say something that was going to upset you. Mm-hmm. And I was, I, I don't know, I, I felt like I was on eggshells sometimes, and now I'm to the point that I can say anything, and you just like, yeah. That's right. Like, good thing. Good job. You're learning from that. Good job. Good thing I learned from that too. You know, like you're just so positive and like, like sometimes I'm a little afraid of like my kids being too much. And then I look over at you and you're like, they're just kids. They're having fun. And I'm just like, what a relief, you know? And I, I have that fear with everyone, but it's really nice looking at you and you're just like, you handle life. Like it's nobody's business. It's, it's amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you deserve it. You deserve all the praise because you really have come really far. You're so successful and you're continuum, continually being successful and growing. I love it. I mean, we could have an entire podcast like praising you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're like, no, no, no. Yes. Yes. No, please keep going. Uh, no, that means a lot. And, um, I'll have to make sure that um, the world hears how fantastic you are, Johanna, and how amazing you are, Annika, and how far you guys have come as well. But I really appreciate that shout out. It's interesting as I've worked so hard at becoming this person that I am today that I, I forget that I was that way. And you bringing up now like, oh, I hope this doesn't offend you. I literally had no emotional connection to what you just said, like a tr- like a negative trigger. Like, oh, I would get, I was afraid of eggshells or you were gonna snap at me. And I'm like, oh, silly Britannia. <laughs> like, it doesn't upset me because I'm not that way now. And that's the thing about triggers is the things that trigger you are things that you're still dealing with, right? And so I clearly have transformed that part of my life because it doesn't hurt me anymore to hear about that time. Uh, so um, let's bring it into a dare. Uh, I, I love uh, challenging our beliefs. And so the dare is spend time with someone who has different beliefs than you, not to argue, not to convince, but to have them expand your mind into what is possible. Okay. I'm going to have to think about who that would be. (laughs) And it could be, you know, there are some, you know, for me, it's maybe someone who doesn't work out. Like I work out all the time or someone who honestly, maybe someone who used to be like, who is like me, who used to be like the old me. How do I want to say that? Uh, That is sick and chooses to be sick in a way or chooses to be unhappy or, you know, whatever it may be, spend time with them because it, what it'll do is one, it'll expand your mind, but it'll also offer understanding. And we talked about understanding earlier is the opposite of judgment. And, and I really think we need to focus on, especially this time of year, more compassion and more understanding. I love that. Jinx, 
Keep saying I love that. I think that for me personally, pretty much anyone outside of my family is that's going to work <laughs> because um, I don't know, like I remember a few years ago when I was working in retail and as a cashier um, and I was, you know, wishing everybody happy holidays or Merry Christmas or whatever. And someone came up to me and they didn't believe in Christmas. They celebrated um, Hanukkah. And honestly, I feel bad that I forgot most of the education that they gave me on it. And I need to, you know, relearn some things. But I loved our quick conversation. And by the end of our conversation, I was like, happy Hanukkah. And they said, Merry Christmas. And I was like, oh, <laughs> it, was, it was so sweet. And it's just like, we can be different and we can get along. I love that. That was really respectful of them too, to be like, I don't celebrate Christmas, but I know you do. So I'm going to tell you to have a good Christmas. Like, that's really cool. Yep, that's cool. All right, cool. Well, I'm down for it. Um, I feel like I have very weird, unique beliefs. So I probably like everybody I'm sure that I hang out with will be able to have different beliefs. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to hear about it. And you know, it doesn't have to be a big thing. It doesn't have to be about politics or about medical treatment or about religion, though those are easily where we go. It could be about parenting. It could be the way you dress or how you eat or what you know paint colors should go on your walls. It, it doesn't have to be this giant conversation, but make sure that you're setting your intention when you are having the conversation, whatever it may be. Okay, awesome. Challenge accepted. All right, you guys. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for, for listening for another week. And uh, we you know, continue to dare you to, to be the best version of yourself. Okay, bye. bye.